At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. What's happening, party people? Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeffrey Parlay is here. Michael Lombardi on the show later today. Got a whole bunch of questions to ask him. Pepper him with some NFL questions. And then congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Jason Weingart will be here to talk about Jorge Soler at 35-1 to coming home. Hope everybody rode Jason's pick. By the way, that wasn't the only big bet winner for Jason this week. We'll talk about that. Tell you what he's hoping for. Awards wise baseball next week and uh, or the week after i should say ultimately when they when they name him josh towers for his final baseball appearance dan bespers on the nba we look forward to that uh and adam kramer on college football and uh yes we will look at the first college football playoff rankings here and get his reaction momentarily first though jeffrey a little bit of nfl news good morning gil good morning sir so uh michael thomas who, remember, got ankle surgery later than the New Orleans Saints would have liked, Yes, is not going to play this season. He is out for the year with uh, the ankle. Uh, so the Saints, who, of course, lost Jameis Winston on Sunday to a torn ACL, now will not get their top wide receiver back at all this year. We remarked on that when he took his time to have that surgery. Like, hmm, wh- why do that? Um, so he's done. Done for the year in New Orleans. And... That's the story there. We don't have a Taysom Hill update, do we? On his no, concussion? Nothing yet on him. Nothing yet there. As the Saints uh, wait for other news. But there it is on Michael Thomas. Okay. 
Uh, let's transition to college football. Let's bring him in. You can follow him on Twitter at Kegs and Eggs. He is the VEASAN college football analyst. Of course, works at Bleacher Report as well. Kind enough to join us each and every Wednesday. It's Adam Kramer. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing well, my friend. How about yourself? I'm doing well. So I have, I have questions to ask you, obviously, about the upcoming week of college football, but I would be remiss if I did not ask you about your reaction to the first of a handful of college football rankings and let us state in advance, as we always like to do, none of this matters till the last one. And there is always going to be, and I think you pointed this out in your piece as well, but I've been saying this to my buddies, we're always talking at each other with this thing. It's some people want to talk about the four most deserving teams on what has happened on the football field. Others are like, we're talking about the four best teams. And I think uh, the, the committee has been complicit in this in the fact that there's different criteria for different teams at all times every single week that they've been doing this. So it is confusing for people, and people just sort of have this, you know, argument at each other, and, and not everybody's on the same page. What was your biggest takeaway from the first of these this year, last night? So I tried not to get mad. I told myself this was the year. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to get angry and frustrated. And then I was frustrated within about three and a half minutes when the rankings start rolling out. <laughs> um, I, my biggest takeaway is this. I, I'm a proponent of group of five teams getting a crack, largely because I like to see fresh faces, new blood, and I like to think that everybody has a shot. Cincinnati has put itself in a position to have the best shot of anybody that we've seen when you go back to the Boise States, the Houstons of the world, UCF. And I look at this ranking with Cincinnati at number six, and I can't help but think they're pretty much toast. toast. Now, well, there, there's, some, there are way, there's a ways to go, right? Things happen. But it's not just the fact that they're six. You've got Oklahoma to eight, which I actually liked, and I appreciate from the committee saying, hey, we know this is a blue blood, but they haven't played anybody. And a couple of weeks ago, they really struggled against Kansas. You've got Michigan in there. That could be a problem for Cincinnati. Heck, you got Wake Forest and even Notre Dame. That feels like, even though Notre Dame, you know, won uh, that game, that are in striking distance, right? So, I think my my initial takeaway is the group of five teams. Your best shot really is to just expand this playoff. And when you show your work, okay, this is a losing proposition for this committee. When you show your work week to week, because I do power rankings, and it's really hard because you could do head to head which I think they're a little too strictly following, to be quite honest, because things change. You can do all that stuff. You're going to be inconsistent because there's just so many analytical things to pull from. That was my biggest takeaway looking at this. Yeah, if you don't show your work, what that teacher always told us in school, show your work, Adam Kramer. Uh, if you don't do that, obviously there was uh, demerits. But the work is bad, and yeah. the work is flawed. Yeah. That's, and, and so when you have a three-loss Mississippi State at, like, number 17, and you don't rank UTSA, you are rewarding like like quality failures. Way to lose, but you lost valiantly versus perfection. The problem I've always had with these rankings, to be quite honest, when a team like Mississippi State loses to Memphis, by the way, they, you know that was not the cleanest of losses. Shout out to the officials for that one, if you recall that game. And UTSA beat that team. Like That's where you start to lose me in this stuff. College football is not a meritocracy. If we can beat that into our heads, right? That's that's the like, topic yeah. sentence. Like That's the whole thing. And as long as you don't accept that, then people lose their minds. Last thing about this. Well, a couple things. One, uh, Oregon ranked in front of Ohio State. Oregon going to Ohio State, going to the horseshoe without their best player, Thibodeau, and beating them soundly. Okay, so Oregon got ranked a spot ahead of Ohio State. Is there any doubt in your mind, Adam, that by the time this is said and done five weeks from now, that Ohio State's going to be ahead of Oregon if they both went out? Well, no, 
And also, I would have been fine if Ohio State was ranked in front of Oregon. They lost to an average too bad Stanford team. You can abandon head-to-head in, circum- like in certain circumstances. Like, you can. Like, Ohio State is, is better right now, right? Like, Oregon is, is, it may struggle against Washington this week, who's not very good. So this is the part, you're right, you can see what it is now. We can lean on head-to-head, and clearly the committee is doing it. And, and I, I guess in a sense I like that because results matter. But you can, you can start to play out how this looks like in your mind, right, based on the next couple of weeks. Like, Ohio State is sitting there and, and not concerned by any of this because it knows if it takes care of business, it's going to be in, heck, it, it may be the two seed, right, yeah. by, the, by the time this is all said and done. Yeah. Uh, let's just, last thing here, we, D- DraftKings put out yes and no to make the playoff odds on every one of these ranked teams, and we would flash those up. I think, can you see it where you are? I'm not sure if you can. Um, yes, we, hold on, I'll pull it up. Yeah, so, there we go. So we have, uh, yeah, yeah, these are not in the order of how they were ranked. These are in the order of the odds to win the national championship. Georgia would be the short shot, obviously, to win the national championship, and then you see the yes and no's now to make the college football playoff are what we're listing here. Is there a bet there at a glance? Because I said exactly what you did off the air, which is Ohio State, yes, minus 165, to me looks about as good a bet as any of these things. But is there another one that you're staring out right there? Maybe it's a no on Cincinnati at minus 210. What what do you look at there and say, oh, that's the bet? You know, Oklahoma's kind of an interesting one with no plus 130, and I, I said that they could make the playoff at eight. But the, like the meat of their schedule is up, and I just don't know if they're that good. And if they lose a game, they're probably out, right? Like, if we're going to knock them this hard at strength of schedule to this point, now they play Baylor, play Oklahoma State, they'll get a conference championship in there. Like, their strength of schedule is going to rapidly change for the better. But are they any good, and can they get through that? I, I, I don't think so, quite honestly. So minus 150 for Oklahoma is a bit of a surprise. Like, I get that it's Oklahoma, and they have this fun new quarterback. Like, did we not just see the Kansas game? Like, yeah. am I taking crazy pills here? <laughs> like, that was really, really bad. So let's not, like, forget that one. Where we all learned that you can t- yank the ball out of your running back's hand and advance it legally. I had, you know, that's a, we all learned that, that was together. awesome, though. Yes, it was. That was awesome. That was awesome. Let's yeah. see if we can't knock out a, a couple of these teams via natural selection this week. Michigan State at Purdue. Purdue's live there, aren't they? Oh, this is like my dream game. You kind of know my betting style now, which is the contrarian uh, and and Purdue has this is like Purdue spot like they're the dragon slayer of college football. This yeah. is what they they lick their chops for. So you've got a Michigan State team who was excellent and Kenneth Walker was superb, ran himself into the Heisman race. All of those things uh, also disappointing because I bet Michigan. But I really think in terms of a hangover game, as you try to handicap that thing, which is a little bit difficult, this is the ideal spot. Uh, Purdue at the nice bounce back against Nebraska. I still don't think Nebraska is terrible, uh, even though they are. But in terms of play, I thought it was a dominant performance. Bell got going again. That defensive line is was pretty insane. I think Purdue is very, very live in this game. Obviously, the point spread says that. I think Purdue's play, with the exception of the Wisconsin performance, where they just kind of were on roller skates the whole time, I don't think that's going to be the case here. And Wake Forest taking on North Carolina. They, this might be the end of the road for the Demon Deacons. I think so. I mean, look, Wake has had a tremendous season. We go back a few weeks to the Army game uh, where I bet Army. They scored 50-plus and lost by two touchdowns. It's one of my favorite lost bets of the year. But I think when you look at that schedule outside of that, like what games really impress you? You get to the meat of that. They were getting by when it comes to Louisville, who I don't think is all that good. Uh, I'm not saying North Carolina is a great team. 
But when we looked at Army moving the ball the way they did on this defense, I think it's I think it's a matchup problem, quite honestly. I think Sam Howell could go nuts in this. What's your favorite single bet of the week? You know, West Virginia is a really interesting bet versus Oklahoma State. If you remember preseason, that was a team I was kind of bullish on, West Virginia. For whatever reason, I remember having a conversation with you, and you're like, why are, right. why are you doing this? Yes. When I, and it's a fair question. Um and you've seen them start to rally a little bit in recent weeks. It, Morgantown's a weird place. It's a pl- pr- place that produces upsets. It's a sport of momentum, obviously. We've seen that in the last couple of weeks. Uh, West Virginia, I think, has a really good chance as a short dog to pull the outright upset. Why Why are you doing this? How rude, I, how rude of me, No, by the way. it's, it's yeah. not rude. You, yeah. you were right. And I didn't have a great answer, like, because I, <laughs> I, I, I want to, which is very analytical, obviously. Last thing, because we got to run. Uh, you alluded to Kenneth Walker. If if someone's landing on the Heisman race right now, are you betting him at five to one? I'm not. I'm not because I still eye that Ohio State game. I, they still have some meat on their schedule, and a running back is just not in control of this thing the same way a quarterback is. I would love to see Kenneth Walker win. I want to see a non-quarterback win, and that was a Heisman level performance. But I still think, for some reason, Bryce Young like hasn't caught that wave yet. You're like this is a wave. Devonta Smith caught the wave. Kenneth Walker right now caught the wave. It's a little early to catch it. If he's able to run for a buck twenty-five and three touchdowns against Ohio State and they win, different story. I still think Bryce Young's in a great position to win this. Yeah, with the wave metaphor, Kenny Pickett probably fell off the surfboard with Pitt's loss. I'm guessing last week. I don't want to talk about that, but yes, you are correct. Yeah, Adam, love it. Um, we'll talk about these rankings next week and beyond. I'm sure. Thank you. Sounds good, man. Have a good one. Adam Kramer, everybody, on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Coming back, Dan Bespris, NBA, next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. 
Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't forget that we are all about football season here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM, with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today, the BetMGM app. It won't take you but a few seconds. And stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. I kid you not. Yeah, my word on it. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. My next guest has earned himself the title of having the best audio in the business. Every time he's on, I can't wait to hear just how crisp and clean it is. Ladies and gentlemen, a man, one of the few men on earth who had a podcast before I did, Dan Bespers. How you doing, Dano? Good morning, Gil. I gotta, I gotta make sure that my audio is is just right. I can't let the people down. It's like you're sitting two feet away from me, man. Dan, by the way, at uh, hoop-ball.com, of course, and the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, which he does how many times a week? Well, actually, in the month of October, I did it every single day. It was, it's lunacy. I'm still on that stretch. So I'm, I'm on day uh, 34 in a row of doing a show, but normally it's Monday to Friday. You're insane. Yes, I am. What are you doing? (laughs) All right, so very early NBA. We're not even 10% into the season, but I just want to ask you the all-too-early questions to get your quick reactions. Heat and Bulls are 6-1 in the Eastern Conference. The Jazz are 6-1. The Warriors are 5-1 in the West. I come to you from the future, and I say, hey, Dano, one of those teams didn't make the postseason. Heat, Bulls, Jazz, Warriors. That team would be? Oh, boy. Uh... Warriors, I guess. Oh, I mean, I, the East is. I, it would have been. It could have been the Bulls. It could have been the Bulls. But I, I, I guess I got to go Warriors just because I think there's enough good teams out west that could move up the board. Honestly, the the right answer to that question is they probably all make it. I mean, I, I think the Dubs learned their lesson last year. You can't mess around and get caught in that play-in tournament. So they're coming out guns blazing. I do think that they sort of 
peel back a little bit at some point here. And with the Bulls, I'm just honestly, I'm just floored at how good they they look with this new revamped roster together this fast. I thought they'd get off to a slow start and then pick up by about Christmas time. But they just right out of the chute, tearing it up. They uh, all of those teams look really good right now. They probably all make the playoffs. If I suppose if I asked you the opposite, I said, OK, let's do it the other way. Pistons are one in six. Uh, Rockets are one and six. Thunder is one and six. And the Pelicans are one and seven. If I asked you the opposite and said, hey, one of them does make the playoffs, the answer is obviously the Pelicans of that group, right? Yeah, but it's also none. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, these teams are bad, man. Um, I think we kind of knew the Pelicans were going to be bad. I don't think we knew they were going to be quite this bad. Uh, but there are the, the bottoms of the conferences this season feel like real bottoms this year. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I feel like there was a, a a measure of parody last season. And even a team like the Pistons last year looked like they were really trying hard right out of the gate. And they just sort of look bad this season. I get this strange feeling, Gil, and I have nothing to back this up, but the, the bad field goal percentage across the NBA and just bad teams looking particularly bad and stars looking kind of bad. I feel like NBA players decided they really needed an offseason, even if it was somewhat truncated, and, and the, like nobody picked up a basketball for three months. <laughs> so everybody's just kind of playing themselves back into the year, and I think we're going to start getting good basketball in about three weeks. I was going to say, they're taking that offseason right now while they're playing on the court. So that is that your biggest... What is your biggest macro statement here? Seven games roughly into a season. Is it is it the offense being muted, which you are, are, are indicating you don't think is a thing quite yet? You're not prepared to say that. Um, is that the biggest thing? And then what team has surprised you to the good the most, surprised you to the bad the most, and you think it actually has legs in those directions, uh, completely counter to what you might have thought before the season? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think the offense is going to stick. I, I know we're starting to hear maybe they're getting used to the new ball. Uh, I really think it's just like these guys needed a little bit of a break. And you're sort of seeing teams ease into the season. It'll be fine. Everybody's trying to tie it to the foul thing, but that's also going to level off at some point. It, it The pendulum swings too far. It swings back the other way. Everything I mean, I, I remember four years ago when they said they were going to call traveling violations. Right. And about how long did that actually go? Four weeks, five weeks before it sort of kind of <laughs> didn't quite stick the landing. Uh, in terms of surprises, you already mentioned them. The Chicago Bulls really surprising me so far. I, again, I thought that it would take them some time to gel, kind of in the way that you're seeing it with the Lakers, who, yeah, they're five and three, but their last two wins are over the Rockets, a team that is desperately trying not to win basketball games this year. Uh, I, I, there's just the pieces fitting with Chicago always felt like it was a little bit of a better fit than we're comparing them, say, to the Lakers because uh, Lonzo Ball, his game's pretty translatable. But it does usually take time, particularly on defense, to figure out where everybody's going to be, figure out who's going to be doing the communicating switches and, and all the schemes. And you're seeing that on the Lakers' side where they're giving up a ton of points to bad teams. Chicago's playing great defense right out of the shoot here. So that's been probably my biggest surprise in the positive direction was how quickly the Bulls figured out this new roster. Surprise in the negative direction is probably the Blazers. I mean, they had enough consistency year over year to be decent out of the gate. Consistency is often the, the biggest indicator of how you're going to play at the beginning of a year. So I guess you could say my, my positive and negative are kind of on the same theme 
turnover teams that had a ton that are playing well and teams that didn't that aren't uh so I, i'm hoping portland figures it out i know that we're everybody's talking about whether or not dame has is there an, an underlying thing going on there or is he just ice cold we're gonna go with ice cold till we hear anything official on on anything more than that but those are probably my my positive and negative surprises so far this year but again, you know, like you said, we're only 10% of the way into this thing. So a lot can change between now and even a week from today. Yeah, not even. And I went ahead and I made an MVP bet uh, this past weekend. Um, and I want you to give me a 0 to 10 crazy rating with 10 being full-out loony bin. Uh, bet A did 125 to 1 on Rudy Gobert to win the MVP. Wouldn't that be something? I don't think it's going to happen. So, <laughs> Thank you for that. Wouldn't that be something? That was very kind of you, Dan. It's a little high on the crazy scale, but at the same time, uh, somehow, and I know I'm I'm a betting guy, but I'm a fantasy guy as well, I sort of became like this the Rudy Gobert guy going into fantasy draft season. Oh, I didn't know because that. Because he's just, he's always there. He's just reliable now. He hasn't been hurt in three years, which I know everybody's like, well, that, you know, are you due? Or you're healthy until you're not kind of thing. But he just quietly goes out there and in the regular season, completely changes every ball game that he's in. So, yeah, I mean, he deserves some discussion. He's, he's critical to everything they do. They brought in Hassan Whiteside to be like lumbering version of Rudy Gobert to back him up so they don't have to change things much when they go to their backup center. Uh, the Jazz know exactly what they're doing during these 82 games. They don't have a great feel for what they're doing when the playoffs start. But Rudy Gobert is going to be one of the most impactful players in the NBA. The problem is that he's probably going to average like 15 points a game, and they're just not going to give MVP to that. Yeah, it's currently, what is it, uh, 15, pardon me, 15.7 points a game, 17.6 boards a game. And if you go by, like, you know, analytics, if you go by some <clears throat> way too early MVP metrics, he's in the top five and all these out of the shoot. The problem is you have the Giannis's and the Jokic's of the world yep. just, that are still up there as well. And so, yeah, anyway, yeah, so it's a little, a little crazy, a little crazy. A little on nutty. The scale. <laughs> that was very nice of you to say, wouldn't that be something? It was sort of like, bless your heart, Gil, bless your heart. I'll just, I'll yeah. just be grandma for a minute here. If that's <laughs> oh, okay. Bless your heart. All right. Uh, today, some really, actually some sneaky good games in the uh, NBA tonight, including the aforementioned Chicago bills, uh, Chicago Bulls taking on the Sixers. Sixers a two-point favorite. Any thoughts there or elsewhere? You know, I, I I get in the habit sometimes. I think this is my Achilles heel in sports betting of trying to be the smartest guy in the room. Oh, and and sometimes it's better not to be that. So I would say, hey, Philly, by a point and a half, something doesn't add up there because they're not playing that great. And Chicago looks fantastic. I'm leaving that ball game alone. Uh, could a letdown happen for Chicago? Yeah, but I think the way that they're playing right now, you have to lean their direction until they give you a reason not to. Uh, I think my favorite bet on the card is actually the Denver Nuggets, who came out and just laid a complete egg in their last ball game, and we got one of these fun little rematch games built into the season because, you know, lingering remnants of not needing to travel very much last year. Denver and Memphis in the rematch. Grizzlies have one of the worst defenses in the NBA, and Denver couldn't break 100 points. I know that that's happening in the NBA right now, but I expect the Nuggets to come back, play a much better offensive game. I think that they probably win this one, which, you know, one-and-a-half-point spread, who, like, it's not exactly a, a ballsy call to say that they win it outright. 
Uh, but I do think Denver wins that ball game, and that's probably my favorite bet on the card tonight. All right. We'll have to wait another week or so before we uh, start the plays that make you want to vomit segment from Dan Vespers, <laughs> because that's not one of them. That's not one not of them. That nauseous, yeah, it's not that right. It's not going to make you hurl or anything. Dano, uh, let's do this more often. Anybody who does uh, the segments in front of a draft board, you're welcome anytime, my friend. It's either that or the unmade bed behind it. <laughs> no, let's, let's go with the draft board. It's probably better. Dan Bespers, everybody. At Dan Bespers on Twitter. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Gil. Best audio of the business. Dano, happy back all the time. We'll come back. Josh Towers. Teams he thinks might be underrated headed to the futures market next year. Numbers game. Visa. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network. The v Midseason Mid-Season Football Special is here for only $99. That's American dollars. You get everything v has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on v and the upcoming College Hoops betting guide. This is a great deal. Only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now, v Slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, the uh, the NFL trade deadline. How would you rank trade deadlines in terms of awesomeness? I'm going to go NBA 1, MLB 2, and then let's wait a beat. Let's wait another beat and a third, and then it's your NFL trade deadline. That went away with a whimper yesterday. But it always does, doesn't it? Every very, year. very rarely you see a big-time deal in the middle of the year. The Vaughn, the Vaughn Miller trade ends up being the biggest thing. I'm not even sure how much he has left. We don't know. But for second and third, that ends up being the, uh, the most marquee deal anyway. We'll see. Obviously, the Rams going for it. And then, as, as was reported by Adam Schefter, didn't you think that was a little odd that the, the Schefter tweet about Deshaun Watson probably staying put came in the middle of the night, like Saturday night, early Sunday morning, most people were asleep, and it was essentially, yeah, nothing's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Like, he's just going to stay. Which I think, by the way, and I have no way of proving this, but I think is the best thing that could have ever happened to the NFL. Because now they don't have to deal with backlash or consequences of any stupid decision they were going to make on their part. But that's that's the NFL trade deadline. Um, so... Deshaun Watson matter is in our rear view now, and now with it for the Houston Texans, this applies to a lot of these games this week, and we'll talk about this later when we talk Survivor, is, because oh, there's a lot of Survivor to talk about, is will Terod Taylor play this week for the Texans? We still don't know. Will Kyler Murray play for the Cardinals this week? We still don't know. Um, there's a few of these going around. Will Dak play for the Cowboys? We don't know. There's like a whole bunch of NFL games you just can't really make a wager on at this point because so much is up in the air. We'll get to that momentarily. Let's uh, bring him in for one final time this baseball season. The Atlanta Braves are your World Series champions, having beaten the Houston Astros in six games. They put a whooping on them last night, that's for sure. Absolutely beautiful. And Jorge Soler is your MVP. Let's bring him in from, of course, VEASAN's weekend programming and all kinds of VEASAN shows, former MLB player. It's Josh Towers. How you doing, Josh? Gil, I'm good, buddy. How are you? Good. Where did that, uh, where did that performance by the Braves this postseason rank for you? Like, are you are you thrilled to see a team that had the worst record of all the playoff teams in the regular season get to the promised land? Does that bother you at all? Or is that, do you take the position that that's what makes the baseball postseason so awesome? No, I, I think it makes it awesome. I mean, again, I, I the the emphasis on 162-game season and, and how important it is, and it's not... 
it's not an overnight thing. It's not a couple week thing. I mean, 162 games is, is well earned, and it's one of the biggest lessons we learned is how to finish a season that long. And and, and a lot of people don't understand that and, and what it takes collectively as a team from the players, from all the players, from uh, the coaching staff, et cetera, to come together and do something like this. So, I mean, I love it. I, I don't – the format's great for me. Um, I would never want them to change the amount of games being played. It, it's earned, man. I mean, it, it means so much to these guys because you go out there for six months and we're not counting spring training. And it's not about – it's not It's not a race, it's not a sprint. It's, it's, it's not at all. And, and, you know, you start off a little bit on the slow side. It is what it is, man. I mean, when you have the right players in place and you understand the format of the season and what it takes to get to where you're going, you don't panic. And the Braves obviously have a great team and – it showed the mental side of the game and how important it is over the physical side of the game. And and then you add in things like Ronald Acuna going down and, yeah. and there's people we talked about that there's a lot of people that just thought the brave season was, was completely over. But I mean, <clears throat> I remember you and me and some other people talking about, look what happened when the nationals got rid of Bryce. they added pitching and catching and, and the emphasis focuses and other players step up and they had players and they got, you know, Soler and Duvall and you have Jock Peterson and there's enough to step up to feel one position like that. But it shows again, the importance of being a team. And, and I know it goes unsaid and I, I'd said it on Twitter a couple of times, Travis Arno is by far the MVP of this world series in this postseason, and, and, it, and it goes unlooked because he's a catcher and you can't really measure with the value of what he did, but really two shutouts and, and two other games, they gave up two runs versus the Houston Astros and they shut them out last night at home in game six. Uh, that's not on accident. I promise you. Yeah. I, I, I if you could put together all of the airtime uh, that I spent, if you did a pie chart of all the teams in the postseason, and you, you did a pie chart of how much content I did on all of them, right? So the Giants and Dodgers would probably had would have had the most of the pie, and it would you know Yankees whatever, and you'd parse it out and you'd go all the way down. The Braves and the Red Sox, and would probably be the the slightest sliver of that all of that entire pie. And it shows you. I go back to this is our last chance to say the stats by Lopez, uh, you know, stat that we love saying on this show for the last time this baseball season, which is 80% of NBA postseason favorites get through their series. Now, the, yeah, that makes sense intuitively because the NBA is very top-heavy, and they have a first round where they play a best-of-seven, and there's very rarely an upset, like super rare. For In, in hockey, for 80% of favorites to get through, for that to manifest in the same way as the NBA, you'd have to play best-of-51s. In baseball, just to drive home the randomness of baseball postseasons, you'd have to play best of 75s to get 80% of, of, of favorites through. It's an amazing stat, but that's the nature of a baseball postseason. And I think the reason that it's so difficult, Josh, is we, we just touched on this, it is the longest regular season, right? So as Billy Bean famously said, uh, my blank doesn't work in the postseason, right? He's able to do it over a large sample size with his philosophies and the right. players he gets. But once you get into the, the randomness of a small sample size, it's like it's a total crapshoot at that point. It just shows you that – and like. Even even a guy like me who didn't have a great career, if I'm hot in the postseason, I can take over a game and dominate. 
And then I just got to come together for a five-game series or a seven-game series as a team. And and we saw Rosario was the hottest guy in the world last series. And then he cooled down big time this series. I think he hit 220 this series compared to last series. Like that, that's how baseball works. And so, you know, you and I and everybody else in our in our VC world when we're handicapping sports throughout the season – you can take their names off the board in the casinos. I don't care. The first thing we look at is pitching because pitching can control an entire game. And then we look at bullpens, and it's always the first thing. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I felt like I had a pretty successful year betting baseball and the lineup. I, I sometimes don't even look at the lineup. It's sometimes irrelevant to me based off of just knowing who's pitching and who's healthy and who they're going to use on this given day. It's not that – because anybody can come together. Anybody can have a good at bat. Anybody can have a clutch hit. Um, it's not as it's not as important as the pitching becomes. And, and I think our postseason showed that again. The first inning yesterday, by the way, first and second, no outs. And Max Free put on – and with, obviously, Travis Darno, and it shows you the trust that he had in Travis. Mm-hmm. But Max but on a pitching performance and a display that takes analytics and throws it out the window and takes like anybody who's ever think they know anything about pitching. He put on a pitching display like you've never seen for three straight hitters. And he used one hitter against him. He used pitch sequences against him. And it was like the, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Uh, and then at that point it was Dunsey for the Astros because he was so locked in that it was game over. Josh Towers taking an unprovoked shot at analytics. It's an official Josh Towers segment, everybody. Josh, let me, last question of the year. I asked this of Sporer on the way out, the old exit interview yesterday, which is we don't have the benefit of any futures odds yet. We don't have the benefit of any season win totals. But just for betters to lodge in the back of their minds, what's a team that you think the market intuitively will have overrated in both of those coming into next season? And what's a team that you think the market will have generally underrated? Oh, man, it's such a tough question. I mean, we've seen teams start to go very positive, like the White Sox. Uh, I, I think the Blue Jays are going to be very overrated. I think they're going to be successful, don't get me wrong. But I think I think we're going to see lines on the Blue Jays, especially if they go on side of pitcher. Um, that's going to be along the lines of where we saw the Padres last year. So I think there's a huge inflation on them. Um Interestingly, that was Spore's underrated team, the the Blue Jays, he thinks, heading into next year. Interesting. Because we already had such a high thing, you know, like high win count and everything. People, you know, thought that they, I don't know, I just didn't think they were ready this year. But, uh, yeah, I think they're going to be, look at that offense and what they did, only them in Houston. I mean, they struck out the least, scored the most runs, whatever they did. Um, And, again, I think the, the Tigers will be the most underrated. That's what I. That's what I. After he gave his, because he said, he said underrated Blue Jays, overrated Braves. Now remember, he's not saying they're going to think. He's just saying by the market, he is, he suspects they might be a little overrated. But I followed up with him by saying, oh, not the Tigers. So there, you came, you came in with the Tigers as the one that you think will be generally underrated, um, as well. All right, Josh, appreciate it, man. Uh, always fun talking to you. Enjoy the off season, my friend, and we'll look for you on the weekends on Bet Center here at Visa, man. I right, appreciate you. Talk to you soon. You too. Josh Towers at No Don't Josh on Twitter. Does he tweet in the offseason? Does he also tweet, you know, non-baseball stuff where he's like, oh, no, don't Josh, and then he tweets? Josh was tweeting about the uh, the Akron football game last night. A was, bit. was he? Yeah. Did you know Kelly Bidlin last night on uh, Primetime Action thought that the Zips mascot origin had something to do with kangaroos? Because the kangaroos apparently are indigenous to Akron, Ohio. We learned yesterday. Primetime Action. Anyway, we'll come back. Uh, Jeff and I will talk NFL. 
Survivor. What will you do this weekend? Because I have no idea myself. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All the football and basketball action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. 
When you register with BetMGM, you also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials from epic touchdowns to spectacular slam dunks. The king of sportsbooks takes every play to a thrilling new level. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free. Up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer. Not available. In Nevada, Skill Alexander Jeff Parlay here as well spells it uh, Parles. Sometimes pronounces it that way. We're still getting to the bottom of that, uh, but he's here. You good, Jeff? Had a uh, special numbers game investigation. Yeah, we're, we're doing that on the side. We don't want to talk about it with you though. I shouldn't have mentioned it out loud. Like, what's? Why does he pronounce it that way? Um, next week. So now that so the World Series went to six games. If you missed yesterday, uh, I didn't read the fine print on that. So because it got extended to six games. Baseball awards, because many of us have tickets on various markets for baseball awards. So Monday, this coming Monday, was supposed to be two days ago, but because the World Series got extended, everything gets pushed back a week. So Monday, November 8th, that's when they will announce the three finalists, NL and AL, for all four major awards. Rookie, Cy, Manager, MVP. But it won't be till a week after that, Till they start giving those out. So November 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th, with eight, the 18th, the final day being the two MVP awards. So everybody who's got the Shohei Otani tickets, who are just waiting, waiting, like, give me my money. You got to wait to the 18th. What are we today? We're the third. So you got 15 more days to get those. But again, rookie sigh and manager the three days before that. But at least uh, we'll figure out who the three finalists are per league in all four of those on Monday. All right, Jeff, besides that, because some of us not only have Shohei, some of us are hoping to cash. We'll talk to Jason Weingarten about this next segment. What's What would be his biggest cash? Would it be Juan Soto if Juan Soto won NL MVP? What is your take? Do you think Soto gets, he becomes a finalist on Monday? You think it's Tatis, Harper, and Soto NL MVP? It better be, man. So I want to go back to something that you said a few weeks ago. Oh, no. Okay of are we just so locked in on our sphere of things? Yes. Will we have, at least on the the AL side, it could be Shohei Otani, you and me. We know who's winning that That's award. Right. It doesn't matter. That's right. But on the Not much is known about this parlay kid, but, but he's a on, finalist. But on the NL side, I'm just curious to see if we have, like I Bryce Harper's going to be there. I feel very confident Bryce Harper's going to be in the final three. But would it shock you? And I, I, at least for me, it would be Harper, Soto, and I guess Tatis I guess. begrudgingly third for yeah. me. But would it shock you if you see something odd like Trey Turner sneaks in well, this is, or Brandon Crawford sneaks in? That's the point I made actually more than a few weeks ago. I made it like a month or so ago, which is when I was in San Francisco and my buddy who does not bet sports at all but is a huge San Francisco Giants fan very, as a matter of fact, you know, matter of factly said to me, he's like, hey, so so Brandon Crawford's going to win the MVP, right? Keep in mind, Brandon Crawford, the most complete player on the team with the best record in baseball this year. And I sort of, that triggered that thought for me, like, wow, maybe all of us in the betting world are way too close to the sun on this. So to answer your question, Jeff, no, it wouldn't completely shock me. It really wouldn't. And I think 
That that should be, if it happens, it may not happen, that should be a wake-up call to all of us who bet these things just to file that away for future seasons. Like, all right, maybe, maybe like we get polluted by a market also. Like we stare at a market and the possibilities in that market, the options, the shortest shots so long that our brain just becomes corrupted by it to a certain extent. And actually... There's Brandon Crawford, the best player on the best team, just sitting out there, and, and the voters might have a completely different idea because these, these voters are still not betters, by and large, you know? But I'm looking forward to that. Before that, though, here's the struggle weekly. What to do with Survivor this week? So I will, I will make a confession that pretty much every single day of the week so far, I have known exactly who I was going to pick. Right, I might sit here on the show and be like, "Ah, oh, could you pick this team? Could you pick that team?" But I knew who I was going to pick in the end. This week, dude, to say that I have no idea who I'm going to go with would be an understatement. I have no clue, not even not even the slightest clue. If I had Indianapolis, would I play them Thursday night against the Jets? Maybe. I don't have them. If I had if there were no Chris, if there were no Thanksgiving considerations, would I play Dallas or Buffalo? Maybe, but there is a Thanksgiving consideration. Do I want to save both of those teams and have an option on Thanksgiving? Also, big favorites. And then there's the, you know, right around a touchdown, if not a tick or two below touchdown favorites, the Miami Dolphins, which would become moot if Terod Taylor played for Houston. But if he doesn't and it's Davis Mills, that is a big-time consideration for me. Sorry, I am considering playing the 1-7 Dolphins in Survivor against the Davis Mills-led Texans team. What about New Orleans? Six, six-and-a-half-point favorites in their ballgame against the Falcons. Six points, let's call it. Baltimore teetering right around the same, hosting the Vikings. And then Pittsburgh... On Monday night, hosting the Chicago Bears. Who do you trust of all those teams? If you had, let, let's say you were like me, Jeff. Let's, I don't know, let's use me. You have the two, well, everybody's got the Christmas considerations on Buffalo and Dallas. So if you're in Circa, that's a consideration. If you're not in Circa, then you probably play one of those teams. Indianapolis would be the other one. I happen to have used them. But if you throw out those three, and it comes down to the Miamis and the New Orleanses and the Baltimores and the Pittsburghs of the world. And maybe there's one I haven't mentioned. Maybe some people are like, you know what? I kind of like the Chargers. I have to interrupt this. Uh, oh. Interrupt this. Uh, Tom Pelissero on the report. Aaron Rodgers, COVID positive test. Oh, He's my. He's not going to play on Sunday. Oh, my. So that is obviously giant news that just came across. Yeah, it is. As he goes to his book to see if they know this information quickly. Wow. So that's the story with that game is we didn't know it. We didn't know if Kyler, excuse me, pardon me, with the Chiefs as bad as they looked, pardon me, the Chiefs as bad as they looked on Monday night. And we're like, how could the Packers possibly be an underdog in this game after what we saw? And now the news of Aaron Rodgers, that's the biggest news of the morning. Aaron Rodgers, COVID positive as he races to his book to see if he can bet it off the board where I'm betting. <laughs> it's gone. Sorry, doing a little multitasking here on the show. Now you're getting the Jordan Love experience at Kansas City. 
And what will that do to that line once it's reposted? So that's the biggest news of the day. That Kansas City 7 now? Well, well or, is yeah, it, I mean, or is it 6? Like, I, I think it's a touchdown difference between those two guys. It absolutely is. When we talk about the difference, and this is, again, for for folks who are newer to betting, with the NFL, as much as the Derrick Henry news was cataclysmic for the Titans. I don't know about cataclysmic because they have wins banked, and obviously it's a hit to the Titans, but they, they could still get away with winning that division or getting to the postseason. But Derrick Henry, the most important player in football, he and Devontae Adams, in terms of non-quarterbacks, they will move a line, you know, at the most, the most, a few points. And I'm being perhaps generous in some, in, in, in some cases. But with quarterbacks... Like, you know, back in the day, we used to say the difference between Andrew Luck and Scott Tolzien, that was the biggest, the widest gap, the widest drop-off from a starting quarterback to a backup. Now you could make the case, I don't know, is it Tom Brady to, to Blaine Gabbard? I don't know, pick your, pick your poison. But I think most people would consensus say it's Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. And that that drop-off, and we don't know anything about Jordan Love's ability, you know, his performance level. We have no sense of what that will be other than we should probably expect something meh at best. Just a hunch. But that's going to be, at, I would imagine, at least a six-point difference in the line, if not seven. We will find out. But that's, that's at least a touchdown. The only mitigating factor of that is the Chiefs looked so bad on Monday night, that there might be some recency bias to say, well, let's not go too crazy. Let's not make it more than six or seven. But it's going to be six or seven. One would imagine, even as bad as the Chiefs looked. But that is uh, off the board quickly. Aaron Rodgers, COVID positive. Pelissero is the first one who uh, who tweeted that out. Yeah, it, it's being reported by everyone, but Pelissero was first. Yeah, hasn't come across the crawl on any of these TVs. Pelissero first to the uh, first to the bucket for that one. Huge news in the National Football League. Um, out for this game. We don't know about anything beyond, but out for this game. Coming back, Jason Weingarten, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. All the football and basketball action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. From epic touchdowns to spectacular slam dunks, the king of sportsbooks takes every play to a thrilling new level. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to betmgm.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards are issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions. 
The VSIN approach is simple. The more you know as a sports better, the better chance you have to succeed. We cover every sport from the better's perspective, and we bring that excitement, 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 and we bring that excitement. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes, Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.